the BTSE 365 podcast. White coupe seats, Bobby Brown. Bad bitch women thinking round. Trapping ain't dead, push your pants. It's real game, nigga, jot it down. In the cutting, I'm swagging, nigga. Blowing smoke like a dragon, nigga. Hustling for that motherfucking life that a nigga only could imagine, nigga. Why? Cause I gotta have it, nigga. They ain't show me no compassion, nigga. They itch. Tis the BTSE 365 podcast. Appreciate you tuning in. Wherever you're tuning in, have you tuning in. I ain't going to hold you long, you know what I'm saying? I try to tell y'all that every week. I ain't going to hold you. I know y'all probably like, Big, where the pod been? You two days late, bro. Where you been at? That's on me. You know what I'm saying? That's on me. That's on me, baby. It's like, I don't mean, I can't even. Anywho, anywho, anyway, appreciate y'all patience, man. I've been trying to map this shit out, you know what I'm saying? Get this here, get that there. Do this, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? It's been a lot. It's been a lot. But, 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 but. We back. We are back. We we straight. All is well. All is well. The NBA Finals ended, and the Denver Nuggets are your 2022-2023 NBA champions. Denver Nuggets get their first NBA championship in their 47-year history. If you keep up with the show, you know. I was just in Denver a few weeks ago. Beautiful city. Enjoyed myself. They didn't have enough fanfare going on for me um, to represent that the finals were on the way. I was there the weekend before the finals started. I ain't see no signs up. I ain't see no, you know, a whole bunch of jerseys. Don't matter. Team still put in the work. And they came away with a championship. Nikola Jokic was the MVP of the finals. Two-time NBA MVP. Should have been the third time. I'm one of the ones who thought it should go to Embiid. I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize. Man, one thing about me, right, I say this all the time. I respect greatness. Regardless of where it's coming from, I respect greatness. I'm a Portland Trailblazer fan. When I was growing up, RIP, shout out to Kobe. Couldn't stand Kobe Bryant, the player. Couldn't stand him. How many times the Lakers cut the the Portland Trailblazers water shot? You see it on a highlight every playoffs damn near. 
you know, the lob from Shaq to Kobe over Portland game seven. We was all we was up like three one in that series. The Lakers won three straight. Terrible. Woo. Breaks my heart every time I see. But as I got older, I could respect Kobe's greatness. Cause he put the work in. And and you can get away with fooling folks for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You might have two, three decent seasons, all-star seasons. But to run off two back-to-back MVP seasons, possibly a third, only to have it derailed by, let's just call it what it is, folks started hating. I hate to say it because I, I, I heard somebody else say this, and I agree. I, I said I don't like name call. It's not that I don't like name dropping. It's just that I give them their credit when credit is due. Dan Levitard, he said it. If Joker wasn't American, it wouldn't be a – he would have probably got the third straight. Like, say for instance, that was LeBron. They probably would have – well, let me not say that. LeBron probably could have been MVP a couple other times. But he a full-time MVP, if I'm not mistaken. So, Joker – he getting 30 and 40-point triple-doubles in the playoffs, 30-point triple-doubles in the finals. You can't deny that as much as I want to. I really I really want to now. I don't want to deny it, but I can't. His big, unathletic ass be working on folks. Now, he be getting away with some little slick shit here and there. I be seeing it, but that – that's good for what, right? Like, let's just keep it a buck. You can get you – he'll probably get him an extra six points a game on some slick shit. But everything else, you leave him open. He hit the three. He can make the right pass. He get rebounds. He's become a better defender over the last couple years. And he's led a team to their first ever championship. It's hard to deny greatness. He just finished, what, his eighth NBA season, I think? Seventh or eighth. He was a second-round pick. He got picked during the Taco Bell commercial. Him and Yusuf Nurkic were drafted in the same year, if I'm not mistaken, or a year apart. Nurkic shipped off to Portland. Why? They saw something in Joker that they didn't see in Nurkic. Nurkic ain't no slaps, but he ain't made no all-star teams. He damn sure ain't in nobody's conversation for MVP. That's all I'm saying. I got to get a man his credit, bro. Like, I can't I can't keep, oh, he ain't. Nah, hey, he the real deal. He won two MVPs, not by mistake, on purpose. Now his team finally got over the hump, and they got their first championship. Think about it. The Denver Nuggets over the last four seasons have been in the mix. You know what I'm saying? Like, they've been kind of in the mix. Jamal Murray go down with an ACL injury, miss all the last season. He come back this year. This is what happens. Uh, They got a well-coached team, a deep team. They they got size in every position. Right place, right time. 
yeah, I saw the thing about, you know, the teams they had to go through. But you can only beat the teams that's in your, you know what I'm saying, that's in front of you. It ain't their fault. These second and these second seeds and third seeds and fourth seeds couldn't handle their business. It ain't their fault. So you can only play the best the teams that are in front of you. You get the one seed, you're supposed to play the eight seed, nine seed, or whatever now with this play in tournament. So hats off to the Nuggets. They were clearly the better team. The Miami Heat, um, <sighs> Coach Spolstra. He's a great coach, but the team just wasn't better than the Denver Nuggets. You know what I'm saying? Like, they just wasn't better. They beat them in game two, but they just wasn't better, man. Like, the end of game five, Jimmy Butler and Coach Bolster got to take the L. Jimmy Butler got, he got, what, deep down in the paint. He stopped. He picked up his dribble. He was on his pivot. He was kind of trapped. They got two timeouts now. The coach saw him in trouble, didn't take the timeout. So what Jimmy do, he tried to make a pass that wasn't really there. Turnover led to points. Come back down the floor, Jimmy take an unnecessary three. They was down three. It was about 20-some seconds left, about 25, 26 seconds when he took the shot, 24 after that. Could have extended the game, tried to get to the hole. Could have got an and one, could have got fouled, made two free throws, whatever. That wasn't smart. That wasn't smart basketball. And the outcome was the outcome. Um, I'm not the guy who's talking about dynasties. I see these talking heads on TV. Oh, or the Nuggets, the next dynasty. You got to win at least two in a small, short period to be a dynasty. So let's see what they do next season, and then we can talk about it. But until then, stop y'all shit. Stop, stop talking dynasty talk. We not, we not. Y'all, come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Speaking of stopping, this is how young Williamson conversation that went from baby mama drama, side chick drama, to now he probably going to get traded. They, the, the word, because, you know, people start putting shit out there to draft next week. That's another thing. The NFL, I mean, the NBA does a terrible job of, like, letting their champions have their moment. They get they get a championship on Tuesday, parade on Thursday, NBA draft next Thursday. Like, <laughs> they ain't got no time for the spotlight to just be on them. They're like, oh, congratulations. All right, uh, we got the draft next week. Let's make sure we talk about that. Um, speaking of which, it's talking about Joker. Joker was like, when he found out he had to have, he had to stay in Denver for the parade on Thursday, he was not happy. Like, God damn, man. Try to get home. I gotta go home. You mean to tell me I gotta stay? Motherfucker uh, trying to stay in Denver. Aaron Gordon, he trying to stay in Denver. I saw the video of him after the game out in the streets, turned up with the people. I said on Twitter, that right there, that's what John Morant meant by it's a parade inside my city. Yeah, yeah, that's what he meant. That's what that's what it looked like. You win the championship at home. That's what it looked like. Shout out to Aaron Gordon. He played his role. He came over from Orlando. Played his role. Did a great job. 16 forward. Shooting threes. Rebounding. Defending. Blocking shots. He did his thing, man. 
I'm proud. I'm happy for him. You know, uh, Popeye Jones, man, West Tennessee's own Popeye Jones, straight out of Dresden, Tennessee. Shout out to him, former player. Used to play for the Wizards, most notably. I think he played for the Nuggets as well, if I'm not mistaken. Um, now he's an assistant coach with the Nuggets. I saw him after the game hugging uh, Joker and telling him thank you. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Popeye Jones, bro. Happy for him. I love to see my Tennessee people succeed and excel. Um, speaking of succeeding and excelling, do you need a residential cleaning or a commercial cleaning of your carpet or floors, your school, your church, you know, your restaurant, your, your lounge, anything like that in West Tennessee or anywhere in the state of Tennessee? Because if you do, you need to holler at Upkeep Cleaning Service. That's right, 901-701-7226. Upkeep Cleaning Service Get you right every time. Every time. Guaranteed. I guarantee it. Put it on me. If you go and you tell them Big sent you, I promise you might not get $5 off. But you can ask. Just saying, you can ask. Um, upkeep cleaning service. If you're watching on YouTube, the number's going across the bottom of the ticker. If you're not and you're just listening to the audio, phone number again is 901-701-7226. Upkeep cleaning services. Best cleaning service in the state of Tennessee. I stamped that. I stand on that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, real quick, Shannon Sharp said his goodbyes. Skip Bayless, FS1, um, cried and shit. It was probably fake crying, but hey, the memes out there are hilarious. The little videos are hilarious. Y'all got to check those out. Um, you know, you say on and upward. I saw, I heard a lady in his little in his in the little party he had a gathering he had in Fox. Like, hey, you know, on the bigger and better. Say what you want about Skip Bayless. He put two brothers on who, after they sat next to him at that debate table or across from him at that debate table, their careers took off. Stephen A. was doing his move, but he had been fired. He had tell you that he had been fired from ESPN. He had, had a small stint at Fox Sports, had his own show and all that. He was still a beat writer and shit, but he got fired. Skip Bayless say, I want him. He got him. Stephen A. took off. Shannon Sharp over the last seven years then took off. Yeah, he was a Hall of Fame tight end, but he didn't got on TV, and now people like him. They like his his attitude, his demeanor, his his, his wittiness. You know, he country. Uh, so shout out to him. I'm ready to see what's next. Hopefully, you know, it won't be too long, but this is kind of like a, a slow period, a dead period between June and August with – you know, football being gone and NBA out, college basketball out. You know, baseball season is baseball season. And NHL season just wrapped up. Shout out to the uh, Las Vegas Knights. Won their first ever Stanley Cup. I was watching game four. It was a fight at the end of the game. It just came out of nowhere. I'm talking about, bruh. It was the last few seconds. The, the, the Panthers had a chance to win. 
Kachuk had a shot, but the goalie leg blocked the kick. I mean, blocked the uh the shot, blocked the puck. Next thing I know, niggas just out there jacking. Somebody got pushed in the back. All hell broke loose. <laughs> All hell broke loose, man. They just they just started fighting, man. They just started fighting. I I don't know. I don't. Speaking of fighting, speaking of fighting now, speaking of fighting. July, we got what we asked for. Now, we the people have asked for Errol Spence versus Terrence Bud Crawford, and we got it. It didn't take three years. It didn't take four years. We got it. Both fighters said they wanted it. They made it happen after, you know, they tried. It didn't happen. Then they got it. They had their first press conference face-off in L.A., Whole lot of shit getting talked, boy. I like it. I like it a lot now. I ain't gonna lie to you. I like it a lot now. Whole lot of shit getting talked now. Whole lot. Earl Spence said we smoking old bud. You know what I'm saying? We gonna be smoking old bud in Vegas. Okay. Okay. Bud Crawford said we gonna reel the big fish in. We gonna skin it, gut it, and eat that shit. Ask the folks in the crowd, like, how many of y'all like fish? All y'all like it. Earl Spence said, you're going to need more than a fishing rod, dog. It's big fish. He said, oh, okay, we got a rod. He said, we already, Bud said, we already reeling it in. We already got you on the hook. Now we're just reeling you in. Hey, it's hard for me as a fan to, like, choose. I already have, so I'm going to say it now. Um, Today, today. I reserve the right to change my mind. But today, right now on this show, I ain't gonna change my mind. I was I was on the fence. I was. I was really on the fence. But I'm going Errol Spence Jr. by decision. Errol Spence Jr. by decision. He younger, he a little stronger, buds a little faster. But Errol Spence has shown me that when it get, you know what I'm saying, when he get in there and it get a little muddy, it get a little dirty, he willing to get dirty to get the job done. He willing, he willing to do what he need to do to get the job done. I'm, I'm going to say Errol Spence, you, unanimous decision. Unanimous decision. Unanimous decision. Yeah. Now, what's not a unanimous decision? It's these weak-ass people who put boots on folks' vehicles. Let me tell you about downtown Nashville, man. It's a company called Cumberland something, Mechanic Some on 3rd Avenue. They close at 4 o'clock. Why can't nobody park on your parking lot, man? The people telling you they'll pay you to park over there, putting boots on folk car, man. And boots ain't cheap no more. They used to be fitted all of Now they a Honda. I learned my lesson. I learned my lesson. I'm not fucking with them no more. But I'm going to write a letter. <laughs> I ain't going to write no damn letter. I just need to quit parking in the wrong goddamn. <laughs> quit parking in the wrong spots, nigga. You'll be all right. You know what I'm saying? But still, damn. Damn. Sheesh. 
My God. Lesson learned. You hear me? Lesson learned. Now, let me get to what I really want to talk about today. What I really want to talk about today was I was having a couple of conversations this morning about 90s TV shows, right? And uh, the question the other day I saw on the internet was Kelly Kapowski or Topanga Lawrence. Now, if you ain't grow up watching Saved by the Bell or or or, or Boy Meets World, this going to go over your head. You got to be a certain age to understand what I'm talking about, for the record. Now, you can go see Saved by the Bell on Netflix now, Boy Meets World on uh, Disney+. Plus. But if you grew up watching it, like myself, I'm choosing Topanga Lawrence over Kelly Kapowski. Why, big? Because it go like this. If you're looking for a good time or a good night, Kelly Kapowski would be all right. Oh, you know, the cheerleader. Yeah, she wasn't the smartest. She was pretty. And she was a cheerleader. Topanga Lawrence, though, she was loyal. She ain't fuck with nobody else but Corey. You know what I'm saying? She loved Corey. Even when shit was tough, she was rocking with Corey. And she was fine, too. She looked good, too. So, I mean, hey, hey, hey. And she was smart. She was smart. So, you know. Yeah. Hell, Kelly had the dude from the Max, Zach. Uh, I think she dated Slater once. Then she had another dude one time. Like, like she had too many irons in the fire. Topanga only fuck with Corey Matthews. You hear me? That's it. So that's my take on that. Now, speaking of Zach Morris, I said, man, who was the biggest player in the early 90s, late 80s? On TV. Who was the biggest player, man? Who was McInerney? Man, Zach Morris, Ron Johnson, not Theo Huxtable, but Eddie Winslow. Out of them four. I'm going to post this on my IG and my Twitter. You know what I'm saying? I want to know who, who folks thought or think was the biggest player out of them. Zach Morris, Saved by the Bell. Ron Johnson, A Different World, Theo Huxtable, The Cosby Show, and Eddie Winslow, Family Matters. Now, me personally, me personally, I'm going to go with Eddie Winslow. Eddie, Eddie Kepper, John, nah. <laughs> Eddie Kepper, but little John, he was always, I mean, I got a date tonight, Dad. Come on, Mom. I got a date tonight. Like, bro, you don't got nothing else going. You going to have a date. But my boy had a job. He had him a little car. He kept him a little junk. You know what I'm saying? Zach Morris was a close second. Because he kept him one, too. But he was strong on Kelly. Ron Johnson. Yeah. Now, Ron, Ron a bad boy. Ron, Ron a bad Ron was, he wanted Whitley. Didn't get with her. Got with Kim, cheated on Kim with Freddie. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Man, Theo ain't had no judge, man. I just, I'm going to scratch his name off the list now that I look at it, man. Theo ain't had no judge. I need another. Uh, Theo had cockroach. That was it. 
Theo didn't start getting 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 active, I think, until he got to college. I don't know. Somebody who listening gonna have to help me with that one. I don't, I don't know about Theo. Y'all don't know about Theo. Y'all don't know about Theo. That's, that's something. Else. Now I'm gonna have to add a new segment called Big After Dark. Yeah. If you're listening and you got my contact, my IG, BTSE underscore 365, tell me what you want me to talk about on Big After Dark. You know what I'm saying? Big After Dark, man. Somebody somebody help me with some uh, with some conversation talk. Some conversation talk. That's what we're going to do. We're going gonna to have different conversations. Oh, uh, yeah. Shout out to my cousin, Leland Evans. If you're in Antioch, Tennessee, in District 31, register to vote. And go vote for him. Now, I don't even do politics. I barely talk it on here, if at all. But he the only politician I know who was putting the work in in the streets before he decided to get into, you know, politics himself and, and, and look for a seat at the table. So Leland, Leland Evans is the right choice. Right in, the right choice, Leland Evans, man. Stop looking, listen. That's what my boy said he got, y'all got to do. Stop, look, and listen. Hey, appreciate y'all. Make sure you subscribe, like, share, tell a friend, and tell a friend, whatever. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, hey, y'all, look, hold on, real quick. Another thing, sorry. I saw the video of YK Osiris, like, forcibly trying to kiss, uh, what's her name, Sukiana, Sukiana. That's some real creep shit, bruh. Like, I don't care what the woman rapping about. Y'all dudes got to stop doing that. That's just foul. Hey, man, I don't care if she rap about sucking dick track 1 through 16. Stop it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Lil Duval looked uncomfortable. Like, Lil Duval was in the video like, hey, man, uh... Like, looking for his exit. Funny Marco was like, Like, bro, he tried twice. Stop it. Get away. You're making the women uncomfortable. Please don't scare Please don't scare the women away. Like, please. Please don't be that guy. And I know we had these conversations, you know what I'm saying? Like, but regardless of what she putting herself out there as, Right, for the entertainment, for the music. Don't nobody want they space handled like that. Don't nobody want to be touched unwanted, unwantingly. You know what I'm saying? Like, man or woman, like, don't no man want no woman coming up to him doing nothing forcibly that they don't want them to do. Don't look good. Don't feel good. So just, hey, man. Y'all stop y'all shit, man. I know Father's Day coming up. We're going to drop a special Father's Day pod. So don't worry. Don't worry. We're going to have. I got something. You know what I'm saying? I got something for my, for, for all the good brothers out there that I'm associated with. I got something for y'all on Father's Day, man. Y'all y'all good y'all good people. We're going to make sure we have a. We're going to do it the right way. The big way. You know what I'm saying? So appreciate y'all. Shout out to y'all. Uh, Yeah, man. That's it. That's it. Y'all be easy. BTSC 365. <laughs> we back in this motherfucker. That's it, dog. Shh.
My circle, we got the same goals. It ain't no split decisions. I gotta see that you on fold before I call your missus. No matter wherever I go, bitch, I'm forever with I feel like they, they bitch. I got action. White coat filled up with they yams. That bitch was purple swagging. You gotta get up off your ass. It ain't no point in nagging. I told that bitch, gon' arch that back. I got no time for chatting. I'm out here chasing crispy chicken. Boy, them chickens chucking. Man, everything I got from God, I never say I'm lucky. I've been a young fly nigga since I was a puppy. Them honeys on me, country blue, like I who fucking took it. I ain't touching 30 yet, but more my bitches cougars. I'm on that grown man.